We play and call it work. Hey there, Wargamers. Josh here to bring you this week's Sit and Talk. So for those of you that aren't familiar with the show, this is the show where basically we sit and we talk. Uh, we answer all your questions, submitted both live and on the previous week's sit and talk. So obviously my turn in the seat this week. Next week, um, if you want to tune in, Erin's going to do the first sit and talk she's ever done before. Uh, so if you want to leave questions for Erin, make sure you leave them in the comment section of this video on the Mini Wargaming website. Uh, let me think, what else do we got to go over here? I haven't, it feels like it's been a while since I've done this, but it's the regular interval. I mean, I'm just getting back into the normal swing of it as well, so Who's I'm Who's just lost. getting back into the normal swing of it? Aaron, DJ Misfire in the booth. So yes, uh, we do have DJ cool. Misfire back here to chit-chat and basically do all the, the technical things that I'm terrible at doing and wouldn't be able to figure out. And uh, for anyone out there who wants a sub, I will be giving you shout-outs, just like B. Mauser, Tier 1, for 11 months. Woo! And he says he's been here from the start. Keep up the great work. Thank you very much, sir. I recognize that name well, from the so beginning. Yes, it's been eleven months. We've been yeah. pushing Twitch stuff. I guess it's been eleven months then. Wow. Yeah, I've lost all sense of time. Okay, so uh, getting into how we're going to do questions live. If you want to, because I can't actually see the chat as it goes. So if you want to ask me a question. You have to put its exclamation mark, ask, a space, and then your question. Correct, Colin? Right. Yeah. I'm going to open the queue right now. So the way this works is you can only submit one at a time. So if I haven't answered your question yet and haven't cleared it out of the queue, if you try to put another one in, I won't see it. So just kind of keep that in mind. Anything technical, you can just uh, let DJ Misfire over there know what's going on, and he can fix it for you. Pretty much. Um, I think that's all the kind of preamble we got to go through, so let's just jump right into this. Well, while you're finding that, uh, we have M Meyer zero one two two Twitch Prime five months in a row. Long live the mouse! Ah, mm. it's like M A U S. Exactly. Okay. So thank you very much, sir, and hello everyone in the chat. Hey there, everybody. <clears throat> So first of all, here we're going to jump on and do some of these questions that were submitted last week. And of course, actually this is the funny thing, Zergalurgader leaves a question every single week and I checked them before um, jumping on this time. Okay. Just I read through them, um, I don't know, like half an hour ago or something like that. And I didn't see his question, I got concerned for him. Did he? Did he... He, he did put one in. Okay, okay. I'm like, I wonder if he's okay. Like, I got, I got concerned. I've definitely him. had one where he came into Twitch chat and, and then requested that I told the person to refresh the page and then it would be there. <laughs> and then it popped up. Yeah. <laughs> That's super cool. So, yeah, there, I think there's a lot of funny misconceptions. Just because you want to watch the show live doesn't mean you can't pre-submit a question. Because uh, it's easier that way sometimes. So, uh, from Zergalurgaderg, at Josh. Good morning, Tara. Welcome to all you wonderful folks across the mortal realms and the Imperium of Man to the greatest Administratum approved weekly show that received an impressive four to five hammers from Sigmar himself. We are coming to you live from Mini Wargaming's highly secure bunker with a man who keeps the proverbial rhino rolling. Let's give a hearty good morning Tara welcome to Lord Commander Josh McBeardovich. This episode of Good Morning Terror is brought to you by the Ambling Servitors over at Astartes Flakes. When you're running 
through thigh deep quagmires made of equally of mud and former companions, the one thing you need to ensure is that you have the energy to finish that bayonet charge. So start your day the Space Marine way with the Stardust Flakes. Made from 100% reclaimed, reverse engineered Valhallen Frost Wheat Germ byproduct. Astartes Flakes will fill that void in your empty stomach with the power and fortitude of the Emperor's Avenging Angels. With Astartes Flakes, you shall know no fear from hunger. Well, Josh, we have many things to ask your beardiness. Let's jump right in. With the new restructuring of how many wargaming will be doing content the Matt alluded to, does this possibly mean some more time for Josh to do some battle reports? I miss your guard. Okay. Um, so you're talking about the restructuring of the, the guest weeks and then the event weeks is what I, I think I'm going to call them. Um, no, it makes my job a lot busier. <laughs> so, I mean, eventually there, there, there could be the potential of me getting to do, you know, me having the time to rather film some bat reps again, but no, uh, changing the way we're scheduling content does not make that any easier for me. Because the thing is that whenever we want to implement changes, I got to look six months out. Because if you've, if you've booked in as a guest before, you know that I book uh, no more than six months out. And for a lot of the times, like 40K, if you want to book for 40K, if you don't book exactly six months away from when you want to come, like the spots fill up pretty quick. So changing that, kind of massaging the schedule to a point that it works for everybody doesn't mean that I have any more time. But who knows, eventually. I, I wouldn't mind playing a game every once in a while. Even if it's not me producing my own stuff, jumping in to play against the other guys could be fun. But we'll see, because the last thing I did would have been uh, Aeronautica. And that yeah. was a lot of fun to just jump on and play again. Yeah, doing those live streams is always fun. and Still trying to find out a way that we can maybe fit them into the schedule at some point. Yeah, but again, it's one of those, it takes six months to ch make any major changes. Oh, for sure. Um, to, and the thing is, like, I can start making those changes earlier. But my big thing is I don't want to start doing something new and then not have enough follow through. So I don't be like, yeah, cool, you want to be able to sustainable when we're able to actually sure, implement know? it. So I got to make sure that we have plans to have all the content there that we'll be able to continue to produce it if it does well. But also, you know, if it's not going to do well, we're not going to do it. I got to be able to kill it and fill it with something else. Kill it and fill it? Kill it and fill it. With the Codex Supplements coming out, are you hoping for them to come out with something along those lines for the Death Watch? You think you might try out the Imperial Fists. Um, okay. <clears throat> for Death Watch? I mean, for all intents and purposes, they already have that for Death Watch, and it's the Death Watch Codex. Would I mind an update on it? Uh, I wouldn't mind it. I really was um, properly... What, 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 I don't know what the term I'd use is. Upset. Because uh, I don't think we got access to any of the Phobos stuff. So, like, these sneaky Special Forces Marines, they're like, yeah, the Death Watch can't use them. Which I get from a game perspective, but not from a lore perspective. So, I don't know. I'm not up and up on the lore, but I was excited to buy a bunch of the uh, new Phobos armor stuff. And, yeah, so. And I, I would love to see a rejig of the um, Death Watch stuff. But there's a bunch of other armies I'd love to see before them. Uh, I think I might try out the Imperial Fists. Probably not for 40k. I mean, maybe as a random... I'm not saying that I would... That I'm like, no, I don't want to. I just... Because I play 40k so sporadically right now. I don't see a situation where I'm like, oh, let's bust out the Imperial Fists. Because I've got the Guard and the Death Watch to keep me busy enough for that. And my Custodies are closer to being ready. Even though they're not really built as a 40k force, I could... 
I can mix that all together and make a fun fluffy force if I wanted to. Now on to week eight of our Primarch Supremacy Tournament. Each week we'll ask a mini wargaming team member to pit two Primarchs against each other in head-to-head -head combat with the goal of crowning one Primarch as Supreme. All Primarchs in this competition are in their pre-heresy forms. Last week Luca chose Mortarian to defeat the spookiest of voice Conrad Kurz. Josh actually mentioned this to me off, like before we went live. He's just like, why did Lucas what say that? What was he thinking? Because I think, okay, I mean, like, I got plenty of books to read and whatever. Like, whenever there's a Primark that shows up, they're always, you know, Mr. Cre I'm pretty sure Kurz has got the most experience fighting other Primarchs. And he usually does not bad. Depends how psycho he is at the time. But yeah. I'm pretty sure he's laid the beat down on multiple different Primarchs. And Mortarian of all of them? Mortarian's going to be hey, the one to I'm beat him? I'm just here to kill this guy. Yeah. I guess so. Well, I, yeah, I don't know. Mortarian, Mortarian's kind of just that, eh. Like, did Mortarian talk him to death? <laughs> that, hey, hey, curse. Before you do anything, Curse. let me tell you about my life. Let me tell you about how I hate psychers. <laughs> They're the worst. And Curse just falls over. <laughs> yeah, well, what were you thinking, Luca? You dummy. This is Josh, your manager speaking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, this week we asked Josh to have two of the Emperor's Paragons against each other. We have the Lord of Angels, Sanguinius. Yep, uh, taking on the Master Fulcher. Uh, Robo Girly Man. Now, Josh, tell us who would win. I think, um, okay, so I'm on the record that I think uh, Gilliman's just lame and boring. I don't love him as a character. Um, so, Sanguinius is definitely going to be the winner of that. But I, I think Sanguinius is the winner with a lot of them. I can't think of any matchups that Sanguinius would really do poorly in. And especially Gilliman, yeah. I see. So you, you think it doesn't really matter who he's put up against? There's a couple that I think would be a good fight for Sanguinius, and I don't think Gilliman would be one of them. Okay. Um, that's all the time we have, and our poor, overworked astropath seems to be on his last legs. Now we shoot over to our field reporter, Cullen, who is reporting from a field. Cullen. It's, it's pretty empty over here, guys. I don't know. I don't know why they sent me here. <laughs> I'm in a field. Someone help me. All right. Um, this next one here, I, Colin. How would you pronounce this name? C I C A. But the C's are, are capitalized. It's in the website. You Kaka. Kaka. Yes. Okay. So Kaka. <laughs> uh, hey, Josh. Last week we had to see the various accreditation. Is that the way you say that? I think that's one of those words, like, I've read it a bunch, but I've never said it out loud. I, I got Steve it. Gut. Aside from becoming a 19th century monarch, have you done anything similar? So, mm. you're talking about all the health and safety stuff? Um, I have forced everybody to do all of the health and safety, WIMIS, AODA, and the rest of all that training. Um, Steve was just the only one that was so excited to do it that he decided to frame it and uh, put it up. Yep. So yeah, we've all been through that. All of that fun HR type related stuff. Also, have you considered using bunker events like the Resident Evil campaign to play something like Team Yankee? Um, I think it'd be super cool, but I think there's a lot of work that needs to go into building up an audience and everything else for a game like that. 
So that would be a super cool thing to do, but I haven't thought about doing anything like that because I don't have the resources in the sense like, I don't know enough people that play that would come in to play something like that. Um, <clears throat> that being said, because I've had a couple different kind of groups approach me. If a group of players of Team Yankee wanted to organize something here and do like a big weekend event or whatever it might be, if there was the interest for it, I would definitely organize it for them. I just don't have the people to draw on to do something like that. Um, but it'd be cool. And that's the nice thing with the bunker is that we've only been able to scratch the surface of the types of stuff we can do with the bunker. So that yeah, we really only have the Dave's event that just happened and the grand opening and it's kind of we've got a couple more planned and yeah okay so i'm going to jump over to some of these submitted questions first one we got you're gonna to have to help me on this one colin because science uh, 140248 um hey josh i'm interested in learning about what everybody at mini wargaming does outside of well mini wargaming what are some other hobbies that you have and what is a day outside of mini wargaming like for you. Thank you and keep up the great work. Um, we'll see if Colin backs me up on this one because I don't want to sound cliche, but legit, I'm pretty sure I do nothing but work. <laughs> yeah, but I'm pretty sure I'm pretty deeply ingrained in everything that happens. Because um, I, okay, so being the, the studio manager and being um, on salary, Basically, like, it's my job to make sure everything runs smooth. So wherever I need to be, that's kind of where I'm at doing it. Um, so some of the previous hobbies I don't really take part in the way I used to is I am an avid uh, firearms collector. And I uh, used to be more of a target shooter, but haven't been for a while because I don't have the time. I don't currently have a membership at any of the ranges. Um, but yeah, I am, a, I am a gun owner and enthusiast. Um, and I guess my other hobby other than the, the gaming stuff outside of it was I was very into keeping various reptiles and amphibians. Um, I and their flies. And their flies. <laughs> it's just awful. Just a mess. Okay, so currently what I have is um, I've, I've owned a lot of stuff over the years. So right now I used to have a breeding pair of Mexican rosy boas. Um, so I ended up trading them off years ago. I don't remember what for, um, but I have one of the offspring, um, that I still have. That was my, that I had given to my brother. He had it for a couple of years. He moved. So I took it back cause he didn't have space for it. Um, so I've got the rosy boa, I've got a Madagascar giant day gecko. And then I have a leopard gecko who as of this year is uh, legally old enough to drink. That's ridiculous. Yeah. He's 19. And he's still kicking, like he hasn't slowed down. He hates me. <laughs> like, because they're, okay, so leopard geckos were never like a great gecko to handle. Um, but him, he just never liked it and just, he's very bitey. And it was one where like, he was good for a while. And then once he hit like 12 or 13, he got very bitey. And I'm like, ah, whatever, he's a grumpy old man. He's not going to live that much longer. Eh, just leave him be. Because I mean, like, I don't need to more handle years him all the time. Biting. And yeah, just, just, yeah. He loves to bite me. But I mean, it's not like it hurts. I just don't want to stress him out. So yeah, that, I guess those are some of my hobbies. You, do you have a fear that that gecko will outlive you? I mean, it really shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> like if I'm in some, some sort of a terrible accident, maybe it will. But like, 
he's lived for a while. It's, it's not unheard of for them to live this long if you okay. compare them right. Um, but he's definitely like up there in the upper ranges of how long they can live. Hmm. Um, I don't know. Is there any, I think that's pretty much all that I have for hobbies and interesting things to say about me outside of work. Yeah, I think I think there's the often time where I come by on the weekend and I'm like, Josh, what are you doing here? What are you doing here? Working. <laughs> I left something here and I'm here to just pick something up. Why are you here? Because <laughs> a lot of it is, um, okay, because we have guests come in, it makes sense that, you know, if they're going to film on Monday, that they're staying over at the bunker, they, they get here on Sunday. That's true. So the guy have to be here for them and there's some that, you know, would rather get here on the Saturday or whatever else. So I'm here quite often. Next we got... Blue Grizzly Bear. Hey, Josh, I haven't seen Quirk in a while. Did I miss an episode? Uh, not of anything that Quirk has been doing. Quirk doesn't work for uh, Mini Wargaming anymore. He's uh, in the real estate business. Being Mr. You know, real estate mogul. Making the big bucks. But yeah, no, Quirk is uh, not working for Mini Wargaming. He's doing real estate. And that's one where he, he's doing really well. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we just saw him last week. Yeah, I still see him uh, fairly often. Yeah, you come in to the store and come see us and hang out with Beatty and yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, he's not. Yeah, I don't think he's been in a mini wargaming video forever. We did that twenty-four hour live stream, and he showed up for part of that to hang out. But right, uh, I don't think he's playing a whole lot of um, Warhammer nowadays. I think he may have gotten back into it more recently. Okay. Um, but I know he really had buckled down to do because to be a real estate agent in Canada, there's like tons and tons of very in-depth tests and stuff you got to do. Mm-hmm. So I think he just kind of shut himself out of everything and really focused on doing that stuff for a while. Good old Cupid. And then we got to, okay, Kaka. This is an example question. Thank you, Kaka. I think he was helping out the public. I think so. Yeah. That's why I thanked him. Um, okay, we got Mylan. What DC Marvel hero is each Primark? Example, Kurz is Batman. Um, they say DC slash Marvel? Yeah. Oh, that's even worse. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to be very, um, I guess blunt on it. I don't really know comic book stuff. Which infuriates uh, the people I work with. I thought you were just going to straight up like, ask me, you know. But no, legit, like, um, Vito and Steve are two big, huge, huge comic book enthusiasts. And I'm told that they actually are because I'm, I've never actually read a comic book. Like, and that's the thing, like, I, I've read a couple. I like me some superheroes. I used to watch all the shows. Yeah. When, but like, I never really got into like it hardcore. So, like, I have surface-level knowledge, and most... I, I have enough knowledge to, like, upset the people I'm around. <laughs> so, like, I'll bring up the Thanos copter every once in a while. Yeah. Because um, I know that's enough... Because I, I, I educated things that upset comic book people, and that was one. Um, but, yeah, so I, I don't really know. Those are the guys to ask. Honestly, when they start talking about comic book stuff... Um, I think I get the same look like if I try to talk to my non-gaming friends about Warhammer stuff. Like, I'm lost. So the only stuff, like, the only, even the the, the cartoons as a kid growing up, I watched Batman the Animated Series, which I mm-hmm. think is probably, I, I, probably the best Batman out there. Um, but that's about it. So I don't really know. <laughs> uh, sorry. 
pick next. <laughs> I mean, yeah. That's Moving one, on. Where it's almost like I don't feel bad about it, but I'm a little embarrassed, like, hanging out. Because, I mean, this is a pretty nerd-centric hobby. Where it's like, yeah, um, I don't know anything about this one subject everybody else seems to know. Well, it's like, I don't know, the other day, David White and Vito started talking about Dragon Ball. And it was just like, boy. Well, they talked about Dragon Ball Z. And, like, the other ones. And, like, Dragon Ball Super, Super I think. Super? Like the Toyota? I think so. That's <laughs> how it's pronounced and spelled. Um, like, I, again, when I was a kid, I remember watching some of the Dragon Ball show. Right. And I remember watching, I remember watching Dragon Ball Z. And I remember Piccolo. And I remember it made no sense. That's what I remember. Pretty much, yeah. Also, the fights took, like, six episodes. Yeah. So, most often, you were going to turn in in the middle of a fight, and it wasn't going to end. Yeah, so I'm completely lost <laughs> on a lot of that stuff, too. <gasps> So that's not a, that, that, that's no shade to anybody who likes those stuff. It just it's just no, never it's just something I'm not educated on. So like I feel like I don't have enough nerve nerd cred to talk about it. Okay, next we got Captain Spasmo. <laughs> As Britex approaches, can we join Canada? Brexit, I believe. I think that he was going for Brexit, but he didn't spell it that way. Fourteen oh four thirty three. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know if that's how, how that works, bro. <laughs> you guys have fun with that over there. I um. I haven't kept up on a lot of the Brexit stuff. Uh, okay, so the more I talk, I realize I'm a terrible person because the only stuff I know about Brexit is like I do a little bit of surface uh, all, all the knowledge memes. just so I can understand upset David the memes. White. Not even, upset, not even understand the memes, just so I can upset David White every time I see him. I mean, it's good to know what motivates you, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna do a couple more of these live, then we'll jump over. Okay, so next we got Kroll forty six. Hi Josh, where do you think the best place for the transmission to go in a tank, front or back? Um, wherever they're putting it nowadays, I think would be the correct answer on that. I think there's a lot of issues with it up front, but you got to look the. There's there's a lot of stuff where you got to consider the doctrine of of how you're fighting and the rest of all that. And then opinion on autoloaders. Are, okay, are we talking like World of Tanks? Are we talking about like real life stuff? Because I feel like I'm, I can talk about the World of Tanks stuff a bit easier. Autoloaders in World of Tanks were, was a big, big pain. I mean, it makes sense if you talk te technologically speaking because it reduces the crew uh, capacity and all that. And transmission to go in the front or the back of the tank. I don't know. So, again, I think it depends on what your design is going for. So, if you look at something like, because um, we'll talk about the transmission engine and all that. Traditionally, I think it's all, you know, mostly put in the back. But uh, the Merkava line of tanks, where I think most of that stuff's up front. But really, the focus is on crew survivability more than anything else. I don't know. I, 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 get the, I guess it depends on tactically what you're trying to go for there. Yeah, see, that's one of those weird ones. It's like I, I, I don't, I, I don't know the full context of that. We talking, we talking game stuff. We talking like real world stuff. I'm not educated on either of those enough to really <laughs> talk about it, but I still will. Just let me know exactly what topic I'm speaking about, so I can speak uneducatedly about it. Yeah. Okay. Next, we got Star Max. I got it up for you. Okay. Hello, Josh. Sorry for the long multiple questions. No problem. How much and how long did it take to assemble your priming booths? Okay, so there was the priming booth. Are they talking about like the permanent ones that are now <clears throat> existing in the, the offices? Or are we talking about like the more portable ones we always had? 
Yeah, see, I'm not sure on that one. Um, so, I mean, the ones upstairs, I got no idea because they, they built them when they were redoing the building, uh, the ones I, in the office. And I think they function, it's just a, a structure with a bathroom fan. I think they use something and, and bigger it, than that. But obviously, it's and be, like vents being, it properly being inside. dumb. But yeah. yes, it, it's they have it properly ventilated with some sort of fan-like item. But yeah, when Lee did his spray booths, those ones are just, I believe, too strong. Too. Well, he one just or basically two. built a big wooden box and just put, you know, a bathroom fan in it. And exactly. Vented it so that one you could, you know, that's not built right into the building. Um, I don't know. I think most of that stuff you could do in a day. Uh, the permanent ones is what he's talking about. Are you talking about the permanent ones? Yeah. I have no idea. That was the contractors when they were here working doing the, the stuff. I I couldn't tell you a thing about that. Yeah, pretty much we showed up and they were there and they worked. <laughs> yeah, which was nice. Um, okay, so what's the rest there? What are your thoughts? On the new bone splitter rule that ignores the rule of ethereal and ignoring wounds from their attacks. I haven't been watching Warhammer Community, so I don't really, I can't really talk to any of the new Bone Splitter stuff. Um, it, it, when he says ignores Ethereal, does that mean like the ignoring Ren? Well, does it ignore the rule that ignores Ren? <laughs> does so it does ignore it like, the ignoring of Ren? Does it, is, it, is it like magical weapon stuff then? That'd be cool. It'd be finally nice to have them actually be able to rend them. Yeah, so you can stab the stupid ghosts. That'd be cool. I, I don't know. I haven't kept up. I'm bone splitters are an army that I couldn't care less about. I want ogres. I, am I getting ogres? I don't know. I want ogres. Okay. And and more. And will more than one content producer be doing an army from Sigmar Cities or just the producer to deal with the whole book? Have a great day, Josh and Cullen. Okay. So with stuff like that, it's pretty much just whatever they kind of the content producers feel like doing. <clears throat> so typically what you'll see is if there's somebody really interested in it, they'll kind of, you know, they'll call dibs and they'll be the one to build and paint the army and usually collect it like outside of the mini wargaming collection. Or if it's an army that, you know, we're really excited to add to the mini wargaming collection or Matt's really excited about, then usually no content producer claims it because the, the studio is going to get it done. Right. Um, so the thing is with the Cities of Sigmar, there's a couple guys that are interested in playing it, but we already have a decent army for that kind of stuff. So. Yeah, we had our old fantasy army <coughs> that was Empire. Got some. We got a little bit of Dark Elves that were transferred over. We've got... Do we even have any High Elves, though? No, because Steve always had High Elves. Right. Uh, the studio might have some stuff somewhere that was never complete. Oh, all that red stuff from back I think in the so. day? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. That was just sitting in a random box. But uh, I think that's... And then, and then we added to it when Matthew wanted some more free peoples. But that one's just been kind of a smattering of an army build, it's right? It's all over the place. Which I think for an army like Cities of Sigmar works actually really well. Okay, so I'm going to jump back now and we're going to do some questions. Yeah, they've already shown off him. Okay. Colin, show me the, the, the uh, ogre tyrant. Wait, go back. What, what side are you? Go up. Go up. Up. What are you doing? I don't know. Someone sent me this link in chat, and I was looking at it. Tell me if there's any substance in there. Okay. Ogre mod tribes? Is that a thing? There's like a... Have you seen this video? Is that the one that they put out like a while ago? That, you know. They're like, hey, we're hungry. 
Yeah, that's the video from a while ago. Okay. I they didn't show any new models yet, but there's a new tyrant. I don't know what that means. Like, is he just is he some random character for something? Is this are they coming up with a I guess mod tribe army? Mm-hmm. It better be. Cause yeah, there was something about there's the 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 they they were the beast of bones, and I think the the um bone cast attorneys. What are they called again? Oh, the Oziarchs. And because that was something about the tie the bones. Interesting. Is okay. there something going on there? Are those linked? I haven't followed it close enough. I don't. I don't. Because I don't like to get my hopes up. Games Workshop breaks my heart too often. <laughs> Josh is like, no, don't tell me until it's real. Don't talk to me. <laughs> Pretty much. So I don't know. Is it the ogres fighting the 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 bone cast? Is that what they're gonna do? Uh, oh, you got bones. I want to eat you. Yeah, I'm gonna eat you. <laughs> and they're like, no, we want to make people out of it. And we're like, no, 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 no. We're gonna eat you. That's hilarious. <laughs> Those are for picking my teeth. <laughs> well, I mean, because bone marrow's tasty, right? Uh, yeah, I guess. I don't Ooh. know. Okay. That, hmm. Was there anything good in that link? I mean, they, they showed off cool stuff, but like, was there like substance? Um, people trying to sell their terrain. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not GW terrain? No. No. Sad. Yeah, it's whatever this is. Okie dokie. Let's jump into this. Uh, we got Lord Gork 300. Commando Beardo Joshua. Just wondering if you were a tank commander in World War II, what tank would you like to command and why? Pretends the year of D-Day invasion. Uh, for both Axis side and Ally side. Please continue your hard work. Okay, so this is what I talked about. Because I think the best way to answer this question is... Because on a very basic level, somebody that's interested in history... I don't think any, I don't think it's, I couldn't bring myself to actually want to pretend to be in this conflict that, you know, took more human life than almost any other, you know, conflict out there. I don't, so I don't want to think about it that way. I'm going to think in terms of right now, tanks from that era, if I had the chance to, you know, be around, get a ride in or crew in some way. So... Okay, so I'm going to pick one for the Axis side and one for the Ally side. So we'll start with the Axis side because that was the first one listed. Um, oh, geez. If I could get over to, I don't know the right name of the place, Bovington, Bovington, whatever it is, the tank museum that has Tiger 131, um, which is the last Tiger that's still running in the world, I would love to, you know, get a ride around on that thing. I think that would that would, that would blow my mind. That'd be crazy, crazy cool. Also, tanks aren't built for fat guys. <laughs> so I don't know how spacious it would be in there. Um, but I think, yeah, being able to, to get a ride around in a Tiger tank would be pretty cool. Because, I mean, it, it's super, super iconic, right? That or, ah, uh, the Panthers are really cool, too. Now I'm thinking more and more. I'd still say the Tiger. Um, and then we're going to jump over to the Ally side of it. And I'm going to go off to something a little bit different. Um, so it's not, you said tank commander. So I'm going to go tank destroyer instead and say that if I had the chance to hitch a ride in a M18 Hellcat, that would be super, super cool. Because those things were fast. And they're, they're a cool little setup. So yeah, I guess if I had to pick, you know, if I, if I had a, a chance to take a ride and one from the Axis side, one from the Ally side, and, you know, be around it. Um, I'd say the Tiger and the uh, Hellcat would be my two. 
picks for things that would be interesting. Uh, next, we got Miso Miso. Josh, have you played Twilight Struggle yet? No, because I haven't played it against you. <laughs> um, so right now, the what other games am I playing? The only other, so the only thing I'm really playing is I don't. Sometimes I play computer games a bunch, but sometimes I don't. I got a really bad computer. Um, that is old and just I I don't know what it is. it just crashes all the time. So I don't play a lot of. Have like, you still not got a new computer? No, I've been talking about this for years. I've just literally years. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, like, okay. So the guy that used to work on my computers, because um, I just gave him to build me a computer. I'm like, build me something on the cheap I can play games on. And I think he would, okay, because I know nothing about computers. That's another thing where I get, like, no nerd cred. Um, I think the term is overclocking. Yes. Okay. So he would do that, and I'm like, just make it go nuts. He's like, yeah, no problem. Um, one of them caught on fire once, though. Yeah, that's why you don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Like, that and the fact that, like, I never cleaned them properly. Also that. Dusting. Um, eh. So I tried to clean this computer out, but I mean, I've had this one for probably six, seven years or something mm. like that now, I think. It's getting there. Um, yeah, and it, it hasn't been nicely maintained or anything. So I might end up bringing it in and having Luke do some work on it because he's a computer nerd. I also do that. Just so do you? you? Yeah, I built three computers, four computers. Weird flex, but okay. Maybe I'll get I you like to computers. do it then. Okay, so I didn't realize that. Thanks for telling me. Now you know. Never offered your <laughs> now the internet never knows offered as well. your services before. Um, so the only thing I'm really kind of playing right now, because um, I'm an idiot, is um, I, I I downloaded uh, Classic World of Warcraft and I've been playing that a bunch. Just because I kind of miss the nostalgia, but I think I think part of it is I know that I'm going to play that for like six months and then get bored of it. I, so, yeah, I'm, I'm waiting. I, I'm waiting for the days that you guys just come in and be like, I've given up. Okay, well, because, okay, so this is another one, because this has happened with WoW uh, two or three times working here now, where Steve and somebody else are like, oh, we're going to get into WoW, come join, oh, don't you want to do, and people get all excited about it for months and months, and oh, this is so cool, we got guild plans and everything else, and then they just, I don't know, they fall off the map. Um, so Steve, the other day, <coughs> He, uh, we were, we have both, he finally convinced me to, to, to log in. So we both made characters. I think he would have maybe was one level above me, but we basically started on the same day within like an hour of each other. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so he decided to be Steve and be like, oh, let's, I'm going to, because there's other people we know that are in the guild. And he's like, oh, I'm going to challenge you. Let's do a race to level 20. And I'm like, why are you doing this? I don't want to race. I just want to play for fun. And he's like, nope, we're racing. And everybody else decided to egg me on. So now at this point, he's like level 16. I'm level 36. <laughs> so like... Good yeah. race. Yeah. So he's never going to catch up. We haven't run any content. We haven't run any dungeons or anything together. Like, he's just so far behind and he's not going to catch up. Um, I don't know. Is, is anybody talking in the comment section right now about Classic at all? Good. Because <laughs> it ruins your life. Um, I do like how everyone's just called it classic now. That's how because that's how Blizzard released it. Just as classic as WoW Classic, yeah. Oh, okay. It's just I don't know. I just feel like it's one of those things. Where it's like it's classic. What are you playing? Classic. Classic, yeah. It's just so. Um, it's classic or retail. So huh. okay, for if there happens to be any World of Warcraft people out there that are listening anyway right now, 
when because Steve used to be he used to talk a lot about how he was Mr. World of Warcraft back in the day, and like when we played uh, Warlords and when we played Battle for Azeroth, he's like, oh, it's just not the same as back in the day. I would have been awesome back in the day. So now that we're playing classic, now that we're playing literally back me, in the day, right? He decides to challenge me to a race, and this won't have any context for you, but he was playing a shaman. I'm playing a hunter. Like he's not going to win that race. There's zero chance. Like, my computer could literally catch on fire again, and I'm still going to level faster <laughs> than so you, So you chose, like, a motor vehicle, and he chose a scooter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's walking, basically. And I'm just aspect of the cheating. Like, haha, laughing 36% faster run speed. Like, uh. Um, yeah, so uh, how's the new job, and how does playing less games on camera for the company make you want to play more games off camera? Thank you. Um... Wow, I went on a tangent there. So I would love to have the time to play more games. I just really don't. I'm really excited now, okay, because I've got a couple armies that are out getting worked on. Um, so my... Because I think I'm going to end up playing a lot of 30k more than anything else. My Aeronautica stuff is out getting painted. But it's lower on the priority scale for getting painted because I may have given a lot of stuff to the guys over at FK Paint Studios. <laughs> um, do they have like a Josh section? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a big section. They do a lot of work for me, uh, <laughs> and for Mini Wargaming too. Because I'm like, here's the stuff for Mini Wargaming. Here's the stuff for me. Like, you got to get the stuff for Mini Wargaming done first. But hey, if you uh, got extra time, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they've got my Night Lords that they're finishing up, getting lightning on everything, and doing the last couple units because they're doing a Leviathan for me, and they're doing uh, two units of the Heavy Volkite. Okay. Once I get the Night Lords back and start playing again, uh, there's another local fella who's doing my custodies up. So again, once they come in, I'll be able to play some 30k. And the fists, um, I was selling off because <clears throat> I had my fists and it was a small collection. Then I bought out somebody else's collection, which was a substantially bigger collection. So I decided to sell off my stuff. And it, it was one of those classic, okay, cool. You know, one guy says, yep, I'll take them. I'll come down, pick them up. And kind of gave me the runaround for a little while and ended up saying, oh, yeah, sorry, I never bothered to tell you that I ran out of money and I can't buy them. Mm. So after, you know, there was a little bit of hype, I turned down a bunch of other people because he wanted them. And I, it happens, whatever. I mean, I guess it's the, it's, it's the way of selling these kind is. of things at higher ticket prices. So and that's what you get, once I get rid of them, um, then I'm going to, because the plan was to use the money to rebuy everything uh, and get it painted up to, the, okay. to, to match everything right. else. So like, because that, that—that's the whole reason you're selling that small piece anyway. That's the only reason. It's I was just to get everything. Yeah, it's just to get everybody match. Yeah, everybody matching. Mm -hmm. Those are the ones I did the custom bases on and all that. They got a different shade of yellow on them compared to the ones I got now. It's just not worth matching everything up. Um. So yeah, I'm really itching to play some 30k. Um, as far as Warhammer Fantasy goes, like, I was on a kick of that for a little while, but, um. It's tough because, I mean, it's not fun to play when you don't have any challenge. Because you, well, I guess you wouldn't know that what, what that's like then, eh, Colin? I wasn't paying attention. Good. I was being mean. You tripping? Yeah. Well, I said for Warhammer Fantasy, you know, I, I got excited to play that. But it, it's no fun when you don't have a challenge. Ha, 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 ha. Hey, Mac, <laughs> Mac, Aline, Aline. <laughs> Alan? <laughs> Tier 1 subscriber, 7 months. Hey, all. 
And Yarum71, tier one subscriber, 11 months. Thank you guys so much. Woo. You're both, uh, you know, past six month subscribers. Thank you guys. Um, but yeah, I want to do more gaming, but I just have no time. And the thing I hate doing is like saying, trying to set up a game with somebody and then like canceling over and over again. So I'm trying to avoid doing that at all costs because it annoys me. I don't want to be that guy. Oh, for sure. We're going to jump back to some of these live questions. Um, Colin, you're going to have to help me on this. 14.0702KJelly421. Any plans to improve the website so it's stable on PS4 or say give out the vault videos on a stable platform like YouTube for members there or... Or subs? Or for members there or Twitch for subs? In all honesty, when it comes to questions, anything technical like that, because I will not even pretend to understand any of the techno wizardry that is hosting videos or anything else like that. Um, that's more of a Matt question. I don't really know what I've, hosting kind of plans are. So, so just as a, just to answer a little bit of the question, in, in just the only aspect I can kind of comment on is the Vimeo aspect and why we use that, because it was actually just a day or two ago that Matthew kind of showed me a little bit and we broke down some numbers and stuff. And, and honestly, the reason we use Vimeo is because it's the most economical in terms of like literally our, our Vimeo account subscriptions, even though we have multiple, is always still much cheaper than any other sort of website hosting thing. Like it's significant, the cost difference, like significant. So unfortunately I know it doesn't work for everybody at all times and on all devices, but we can at least uh, send the, the PS4 site working question off to our web guy. Definitely. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the, the, the Vimeo is unfortunately just a a a, a problem to deal with. Unfortunately. It? It's 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 so economical, it's it's outlandish to look at other options, unfortunately. That's my two cents on it. That's straight from the mouth of DJ Misfire. Okay, we got M Meyer zero one two two in World of Tanks. What's your favorite tech tree? Um, it's been a while since I played World of Tanks, so the probably the one I had the most fun doing, and they've changed the tech tree so much over the years, is the um, the German heavy line that ends with the E one hundred. I had a lot of fun with that tech tree. Oh, there's a beep beep. Colin, did you not put a battery in? You go, no, it should be fine. Is it fine? You just have to stand there and do that? No, I just gotta find the spot. So where the cord's finicky. I think I found it. Nope. I'm not sure what's happening. I can't actually see. Cullen looks really kind of nervous. And he's making a face. So I'm gonna go on the mindset that you can still hear me at least. Probably, Cullen. I don't think you've gone anywhere yet. If Josh disappears for a second, I will fix it. Okay, so we're going to continue talking because people can steer, still hear me, right, Colin? Uh, yes. Okay. That wasn't a confident yes at all. We got Iron Guns. Hey, Josh, I've noticed Chris uh, doing videos still with Mini Wargaming. No, Chris is independent now, so he's uh, way the brush full time. I think I fixed it. Colin did his happy sloth hand raise, um, so he believes he's fixed the problem. All good. But tell him, okay, he's doing the sloth thing again, so I think we're good. Why is that the sloth? <laughs> Have you ever seen like what happens when they try to pick a sloth up and they put their little arms straight I, up? I, I guess. Yeah, because you do the same thing. I'm pretty sure if I came over and tried to pick you up, you would do that. 
probably. Okay, next we got Attack Gypsy. So will we see any more on the Crimson Fists? Uh, I mean, not for me. I was never like super interested in the Crimson Fists. I do have a, the the Crimson Fist. I've got an uh, Alexis Pollux upstairs that once the army's ready, I could use him in 30k. And I wouldn't mind using him. He's kind of cool. Okay, you're going to help me with one more here, Cullen, from Laverius, uh, 141232. Known in the lore, Korax can, in fact, best every Primarch except Sanguinius. Uh, no, he's lame. Uh, Korax is lame. Whom he believes to be the best swordsman. Lehman Russ also admits... The only two Primarchs who outmatch himself is Sanga. I've never heard him referred to as that. And Kurz. Uh, because Kurz is a psycho, he is unpredictable in combat, which can't be countered. Yeah, I mean, like, obviously he was kind of beat up, but uh, Kurz, or sorry, Korax did run away from Kurz at the Dropsite Massacre, I'm pretty sure. I think he meant, sorry, that, he didn't mean Korax, he meant Kurz. He did a little uh, asterisk correction afterwards. Oh, that Korax can, in fact, best every primer? I believe so. Yeah. Whom he believes to be this, okay, yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Because, um, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's in the lore how it's uh, set up. Because the, the thing with Sanguinius is he's, you know, the best swordsman, and they both have limited capability to see into the future. So you, can, you can't really fight somebody that can see into the future if your shtick is you can see into the future. Boy, that gets confusing. I don't know. I haven't actually read the fight, but I'm pretty sure it's one of those where they're just kind of like, I've, yeah, this isn't working. I, well... You just stare at each other for a while. Your brain's hurt, and you're like, let's go home. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think in the lore, yeah, if Lehman Russ gives it up and says, like, yeah, there's only a couple people that could beat me. Because um, he's kind of a... How many How many questions do you still have left? Just... Not that many. Oh, okay. uh, like 10. Because the one thing we did forget to mention is we got a hard three end today. Yeah, we got to end at three o'clock. So just I'm just trying to preempt so there still aren't too many unanswered questions. I mean, I could, I could wrestle Matt on the live stream. Um, I just skipped a question, but I think I got it. Uh, from yeah, it should exist on the bottom yeah. there for a second. So Doka Samar, wait, what's with the Hellson safety training? Is this like the episode of The Office where Dwight murders the CPR doll? I mean, it's not. It's not exactly like it. There's a bunch of stuff that you know is good for a business to have all their their staff trained in. So that's part of something that I had everybody do. Was uh, there was a list of things. But like things like uh, Wemis, um, there is. Yeah, I made you do them, Helen. You should remember these two: the Wemis, the AODA, um, and then there was another health and safety one that I can't remember exactly what it was, but it wasn't Wemis. No, no, not Women's Wemis. Wemis. Workplace Wemis. hazardous. Inf I don't know how to spell it in my head. I'm sorry. I need to. Workplace hazardous material information data sheet. Nope, it's System. no D. There. System. I was like, there's no D in Wemis. Zerg Alerga Derg. There he is. Hey, Josh, you make a new Beast Claw Raider model. What would it be? Um, I would like to see, because, I mean, the big, shaggy, prehistoric-looking beast thing is cool. So the, um, I'd like to see the Rhinox Riders come back, honestly. <clears throat> you know, a heavier version of the Mornfang Cab, which is what they were. That would be cool. I would be happy with that. So yeah, I want to see Rhinox Riders. Oh. I never got the chance to get those models. I wish I did. They were cool. Because they existed in Warhammer Fantasy. 
but I don't think they had rules for like a couple editions. Okay. <clears throat> I'm going to get all the pre-submitted ones done here. And then we can worry about the ones that are uh, up there. So Mylan, I couldn't help but notice Cruel Sea starter box in the store in one of the recent open vaults. Have you had a chance to play it yet? If so, any thoughts? Uh, no, I've avoided it like the plague because I don't need to buy another game. I was interested for a while, but it just didn't make sense. Which one? Uh, Cruel Seas is the uh, naval combat one, the World War II. But it was like the, tor the torpedo boat kind of size okay. one, scaled one, if you will. Mm -hmm. It looks cool, but yeah, it's not another game I need to play. Um, and the models are cool. I thought about buying some just for the sake of buying them, but I, I've been buying a lot lately. Secondly, Matt Sintock, he said he liked to be playing more Battlefleet Gothic. Does that mean Mini Wargaming has been playing it? No, it doesn't. Uh, he Matt's played a little bit of the uh, video game version. Um, but we would love to start playing it actually a bit. We've been talking about that for a while because we bought a ton of models years ago um, with the idea of getting into it, and that kind of fizzled out a bit just with timing and all that. But yeah, we want to start playing some BFG, but we got to play a bunch. Finally, why does Matt never remember who you are? I've been watching for a long time, and I feel like in every episode of his sit and talk, he can't remember who is after him. Um, my assumption is that you know his his subconscious does its best to pretend I don't exist, because um, for whatever reason, it's fun to torment him. And honestly, okay, so here, here's the true fact about this morning: I was getting ready for the sit and talk. Yep. Couldn't remember whose it was, of course. And I'm talking to Luca and Vito and Ben, who's here today as a guest. And I ask to the general public, who oh, is it again who, today? whose sit and talk is it today? And who responds but Ben, yeah. the person who does not work here. Right, exactly. With the correct answer. Yeah, I think that just ties into a lot a lot about the company. Um, ba -ba 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 -ba. Sergeant McGribble, the eighth. All hail the beard. Can you talk Matt into doing the iron brush and giving him an airbrush and Stephen Vito can only use the normal brushes? That could be fun. Um, we got a lot of plans for it, but like we want to go, you know, we want to keep the show going for a while. So we don't want to, you know, we don't got to get too crazy with it right away. We want to figure out the formatting more than anything else. Then right. we get more and more crazy with it. But like, I, I'm loving that you guys have a bunch of ideas because that means you're interested. Excited, yeah. and, and that's super awesome. And, and hearing the excitement and hearing all your ideas, I do have a list of those crazy ideas for when we want to implement them. But let's... Uh, do a couple normal ones, get the rules, get everything kind of ironed out before we start throwing in the real, uh... <clears throat> I'm doing a hand gesture, but I can't think of what the word is. It looks like you're just throwing something. But you throwing a wrench throw into things. their plans? I don't I know. I guess so. I don't know. I guess that's the... Um, and yes, the iron brush is tomorrow. What's your opinion on 30k uh, Dark Mechanicum? Any plans on doing a Legio Cybernetica list? Also, PS, please play more. I'd love to play more, but busy, busy right now. So 38 Dark, uh, the Dark Mechanicum. Funny enough, I may, uh, I don't think it's been on Mini Wargaming at all yet, but if you go to, I think uh, Dan at Max Aggression put it up on his Facebook. If you want to jump on there, um, he may or may not have painted up a Dark Mechanicum character for me. But they're cool. I like them. I'll play Dark Mechanicum hopefully when they come up, but I want to see what else they get, right? Is it just going to be like a tweak on the Mechanicum list, or are they going to get different units and all that? 
Uh, Demon Wolf, Hail High Lord of the Administratum, Josh. Two questions. One, the website appears to have the 7th edition version of the Death Watch item generator. When will this be fixed back to the 8th edition version? I'm not sure, honestly. That's not something that falls under the things I'm capable of doing. Honestly, that's more of a Matt question. Um, I won't remember. Email me, josh at mewarium.com, and I'll bug him about it, about getting it fixed. Two, how goes the touch-up of your apothecary? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because you, you were the one that sent in um, a converted uh, Death Watch um, apothecary for me. Uh, the guys at FK haven't had the chance to do any touch-up yet because it's it's in the slot. So for the time being, until their schedule clears up a little bit, he's hanging out on my shelf still. And we'll give him a little bit of a touch-up to get him looking like he's part of the rest of the army. And then into the collection he goes. Thank you again for that. Um, last one here on the website. Big Mikey. Josh, any definitely not sword-related injuries at work? Um, no, actually. You know, I've been running up and down the hallway with that sword that you dropped off, and I haven't injured myself yet. But other than that, we're being very careful with it. I almost dropped it on my foot the other day, actually. Uh, you would. I, I was you swinging would. it around, and I wear flip-flops all the time. So that would have been bad, because that thing's sharp. Yeah, I almost, yeah, so I almost cut my foot off with it. But, like... Um, no actual injuries yet. Only almost injuries. Also, any new Team Yankee stuff you're dying to talk about? Keep on being awesome, man. Well, thanks, Big Mikey. Honestly, the Team Yankee stuff, um, I haven't had the chance to look at it all recently. So, I know they've got some cool stuff coming out soon. Um, Wait and see, honestly. It's one where I haven't had the chance to really get anything going on with Team Yankee at all lately. Because all my commission guys are too busy. <laughs> Yeah, I want to get my uh, my Soviets up and running before too long. Because I think I, I think because I ordered stuff from Dan, and I think it's all coming. I just got to get the last little bit built. So we're going to jump over and do some live questions. We got seven minutes left here, Cullen. So at what point are we going to be cutting questions off? Because right now my clock says it's 2.54. I don't know if there's much I have the same clock, so. So at what point are we going to cut off people submitting their questions, according to our clocks? How many minutes do they have at this point? From uh, me talking, do we want to do we want to go hard to the three and try to finish them off, or do you want to finish like a, tell you what. a couple of minutes beforehand? Well, you know, uh, we'll give you two fifty-eight. We'll give you four more minutes okay. to answer to sorry submit any questions, and I'll answer them all up because I don't know. I'll fight Matt in the live stream. It'll be fine. We won't go that far over. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Louis Math One. If you could design demon engines that use the greater demons of Nurgle, Zinch, and Slash, what would they be like? So, <clears throat> I'm through and through like a renegade kind of guy because I like the Night Lords, but I don't like this whole chaos thing. So, you know, I could see the demon engines. If you've ever read uh, Storm of Iron, and so the Iron Warriors, a lot of their big siege engines and all that, where they've basically been able to capture and bound demons in the machines i see it being that kind of a setup you know they're they they the the essence of this this greater demon would be trapped inside of this artillery piece and you know be a part of that I, I, that, that would be the way that i would end up uh, seeing it more than anything else i don't want them running around on their own doing their own thing can't trust those those chaos demons you don't want to let them have their own free will to do whatever they want next we got captain spasmo again when Colin gets 8,888 cups of coffee, does he become the lack of blood god? Yes. Yeah, yes. I like to bother. Yeah, Colin's very, uh, 
Colin's actually the best at showing up early to work because he, he needs coffee in the morning. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it happens. Because, okay, so on my phone, I have the app that shows me when people uh, turn the security system on and off. Oh, yeah. So I see what time Colin gets here every morning, and it's early to make coffee. Maybe. Because he needs the coffee. Maybe. <laughs> hey, guys, I, I had coffee filters for like not. I didn't have coffee filters for like two days. That was a sad two days. Sad. <clears throat> okay, next we got Mylan. If you were a genie and a person asked you this wish, I wish you would not grant me this wish, what would you do? <laughs> um, I would happily go just back inside my lamp until they got that figured out. <laughs> just, it's just, now nah, I'm going to head out <laughs> and just back in the lamp. Because, yeah, how does that work? Because I can't, I can't think of a way to twist that to make their life terrible. Mm -hmm. I've never been a genie before, though, so. Um, next, we got Kroll46. Which World War II Soviet tank would you like to drive? Oh, that'd be cool. Um, I don't think any of them were particularly comfortable from any of the different nations, but yeah. Yeah, Soviet stuff can be kind of rough. Um... Something cool, like I, uh, you know what? It, 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 hmm. I think the 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 T thirty four would probably be the most fun, but something like an IS two would probably be the coolest. Yeah. Okay, you got one minute to put your questions in, folks. Josh, follow up. Uh, this is from Miso Miso. Have you ever played Axis and Allies, the board game? Seems like a game that's right up your street. Plus, the modern version is a lot. 1433, Colin. 14. Oh, I skipped the question, and that gives me the whole thing. Um, plus, the modern version is a lot quicker than older ones. No, Okay, so yes. I've played the computer game version of it years ago. I used to play a bunch of that. And then um, most recently, me and some buddies picked up a copy randomly of, uh, I think it's Axis and Allies and Zombies. Oh, really? And that was kind of, yeah, that was fun. So we, we, we played around with that uh, for a while. And that was an entertaining game. But yeah, Axis and Allies is definitely a cool game. Um, if isn't I'm it, is it kind of like Risk? It's similar-ish, yeah. The, the, it would look the same to somebody that hasn't played games like that a whole time. Okay. It is different in a bunch of different ways, but kind of. Um, but if anything, you know, if I'm going to sit down and play a big game like that, it'll probably be Twilight Imperium. I'm quite a big fan of that, even though I haven't played the latest edition of it, which I hear plays a lot faster. <sighs> okay. Next we got DZ Center. Uh, Warhammer question: You expect a Primaris character, a Primaris named character for your Death Watch? How you imagine it? Ooh, a named Primaris character. Um. Okay. In forty K, like I was never huge on named characters. I think you know if they were to do something cool to see um, Captain Artemis go um, Primaris 
That could be kind of cool because he's kind of useless. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of him. I think they could probably make a cool Primaris version of him, though. Tweak the rules a little bit, and that's a good excuse to change him up. Yeah, but yeah, Captain Artemis could be interesting. Ba -ba 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 -ba. Okay, we got one last one here. Um, how do you chat you join into feel about casting individual parts? And this is from Doka Samarp. Uh, individual parts for personal use, kit bashing. I have thought about trying to cast a unique. It's fourteen forty seven fifty five. If you yeah, want, Cullen. Uh, really close here. Here we go. Uh, trying to cast a unique part of an expensive kit, so uh, so I can use it as a weapon on another model. That's a lot of work, though. Ha ha ha! I may have forgotten to close the queue. I think you did. Okay, I closed it. Um, See, casting an individual part. Yeah, he's, he's, he snuck a question. Well, I mean, the thing is, is like, there's a lot of like, cra like, there's a new crazy like resin thing. I don't know if you've seen it, like UV resin. I haven't followed any of it. I think that I've comes in like a little like eyedropper bottle, yeah. and you can make like quick molds and stuff. And it's gets kind of wild. So like, that's a cool kind of new technology. So you're talking about like, so I don't know what the legalities are like. Oh, legalities, I have no idea. <clears throat> so I think yeah, talking about you know when they. Um, so the the I'll use the Death Watch Freight Cannon as the example, because you know you want to run a bunch of them, but the kit comes with one. So I ended up just buying aftermarket stuff that I thought looked cool. I mean, like that, that's the thing is I would, I mean, I guess my first instinct is try to find somebody out there who's making something that can similar. That's a good that, that, stand-in. Exactly. That can yeah. that can support the role of it. Right. Right. Well, and I do that already a lot because I think that there's a lot of companies making aftermarket parts that just happen to look cooler. And, you know, so that's the route that I choose to go with it because, you know, the for the sorry, the um, Games Workshop Freight Cannon, that's eh, kind of cool. I think the Anvil Industry one looks way better. They don't call it a Freight Cannon, but it's obvious that's what you'd use it for. Um, so that's what I did. And I think, you know, because I would have mixed them in the army, but the um, ones from Anvil look way cooler. So that's where I'm at. I don't know what the legality is for, because, uh, I mean, you own that. So can you duplicate it for personal use? I don't know. Cause, oh, I mean, like, I, I get part of me wants to say, like, the law only comes in when you start to sell it. But I don't know law. I don't know, yeah, what the actual legality is on that. Um, but, but, okay, so Captain Spasmo will answer this one real quick. Wondering which staff member would be most likely to move into the rooms in the bunker. But the answer seems to be Josh. Yeah, because I live here already. Because <laughs> I'm already here all the time anyways. Yeah, because the other one is Steve. But I think it's for a whole different reason. So he doesn't have to go too far. Yeah. You're, you're just here all the time. he's got like a half an hour drive home or something like that. Yeah, it's like 28 minutes, doesn't it? It's, uh, it okay, it's somewhere in there. Um, Yeah, it'd probably just be more efficient if I just slept over here sometimes. I've thought about it a couple times, actually. Um, Especially times I've had to be here late to take care of stuff. I'm like, should I just go sleep upstairs? I mean, it would make sense. But I live seven minutes away, so... It's not that bad. So a couple things I want to go over real quick. Uh, first things first, um, it didn't come up a whole lot, but I had a couple of people email and ask about it. So um, asking about Lee's commission thing he's got going on right now. So actually you can go ahead and email Lee if uh, you would be so kind to throw it up right there. So that's uh, Lee's email um, that he's doing commission work from. So if you want to go check him out, um, Lee Schnack at gmail.com. 
You want you want to eat it like it's a snack? It's like right there. Am I close? A little bit. A little. No, uh, lean into it. Uh, um, bite. <laughs> um. So yeah, if you want to check out what Lee's doing nowadays, um, because he's got his fancy little business cards, but like I didn't have a good way to show that off, so you can get in touch with him. If I don't just hire him already to do a bunch of my commission painting stuff, because I like hiring the local folks. Um, other than that, uh, obviously, big thanks to everybody that uh, tuned in to ask questions, and big thanks to everybody that left questions. If you want to pre-submit some questions for next week, which is going to be Aaron taking over and doing a sit and talk for the first time, leave them in the comment section of this video on the Mini Wargaming website. Other than that, thanks for tuning in. Keep being awesome, and as always, happy wargaming.